Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Trinity Physics Student Podcast. It's myself, Pierce Murphy, joined with... Uh, Danny Bennett. Celia Chari. Connor Murphy. Joined by, I guess, and Pierce Murphy again. We're back in the wonderful new year to talk about all sorts of stuff, really. Most Star Wars. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone hasn't seen Star Wars, spoiler alert. Um, no. We won't ruin it on anybody. But yeah, it's the physics podcast of the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, how is everybody? How is Christmas and all that? Uh. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did Santi good to you? Did Santi come? Give you lots of presents? No. Oh, poor well, Danny. On, on that, um, yeah, I know, straight into physics. Uh, do, you, do, do you guys know the uh, physics of Christmas thing? It's like this really long essay. About Santa. Yeah, and uh, it's like, uh, what, like, just basically, like, all the physical relevance, like, to Santa. And it's like, you know, if he had to, like, go around the world, he'd, you know, carrying all those presents... You'd have to have, like, I don't know how much energy and all this. And it's basically, you know, if he was to go that fast, you know, the skin would be ripped from his, <laughs> yeah. from his bones. But it's magic, Danny. Magic it's and wormholes. Magic and wormholes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's the real Christmas. Do you remember... Yeah. Um, Talking to the damn mic. <laughs> Do you, w- you want to say that again? <laughs> was it Peter Gallagher who was on RT News once and he was oh, talking yeah. about that? I saw that, yeah. And... He went to the relativity of Santa oh, yeah. and everything. He went relativistic. Ooh. Santa, <laughs> Santa doesn't afraid of relativity. Stuff gets dodgy when you think relativity. Yeah. Like, still reeling from second year relativity classes. I hear now. I've been doing it. I did it in first year. Did it in second year. I'm doing it again in third year. Like mad crack altogether. Yeah, no, it's not. It gets Figure worse every year. Like nothing, nothing is relativistic. That's the important thing. Fourth year as well. Don't forget that. Will I? The general version. General relativity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mad track. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Fun in inverted commas. So we th- I think this, just a disclaimer for our humble audience out there, although maybe we're the humble ones and they're the great ones. I don't know. Uh, we tried to record this before Christmas, but uh, due to a complete and utter cock-up on my part, that uh, podcast went to garbage. So we're doing one now, and almost the exact same thing happened. But uh, it's all good. It turns out that the stuff we record with doesn't accept greater than 32 gigabyte SD cards, which is uh, kind of pointless. Yeah. Maybe, like, in 20 years, this will be, like, the infamous lost tape, and everyone's going to try and find it. That Ooh. lost podcast. We did have some... We had it's really uh, bad quality. Yeah. You <laughs> 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 wouldn't want to listen to it. We had Alison on as well, which is annoying. Oh, Alison yeah. Hennessy. Like, the whole thing was we'd put it out, and she'd get a lot of publicity for Trinity Student Scientific Review. Uh, but no did deadline. You can still you can still apply for did that deadline. Did anybody do the TSSR? No. Um, no. I sat down a couple of days ago, maybe the start of this week or last week, and I sat down to begin the article that I was planning to write, and then I went, no. <laughs> Just the uh, <laughs> exact same as me. That was one yeah, the same. I was going to see. I did an internship on solving the Schrodinger equation, and I was going to like write an article about like the title was going to be like on exact solutions to the Schrodinger equation, and it. Like, I wasn't planning on, like, doing loads of research. And it was more going to be more like a review of, like, you yeah, know... That's what it is, a scientific review. A review, exactly. Uh, well, we it, should clarify, by the way, the TSSR is you write, you look up at all the stuff about one specific topic in any area of science, and you write about it, and you send it in, and it gets sent off yeah. and corrected by people, and then you might get published. So, yeah, yeah. You can, well, you can either do, like, you can do research on something, or you can kind of review a topic in physics that you find interesting. And that's what I was going to do. And I was just kind of looking over like a lot of the theory and stuff, and I was—I just realised how much of it I don't understand. <laughs> Very humbling because uh, you know physics is hard. Quiet. <laughs> it, oh, it was just—I was just sitting there, and I was like, 
Because, you know, when we were doing the internship, like, I didn't make, like, I suppose the supervisor we had, I think he was a bit ambitious in giving <laughs> us that project. Because, like, uh, we, I was in second year at the time, and it just, I think a lot of it went over my head. But it's like, so fun, though. It, it was very fun. And, you know, uh, he taught us a lot of stuff as well, which is, you know, really cool. But I just, a lot of it definitely went over my head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know what? There's no point in me writing this. I won't really understand it. I probably <laughs> won't be coherent. Uh, it's not worth the heart, the heartache. Yeah. <laughs> Have I any, had, sorry, go on. I had like two ideas. My main one was like quantum mechanic, quantum mechanical analogs in uh, hydrodynamics. Uh, did you guys ever see I don't that? know any of those words. It's like, no, there's a guy in MIT and if you just get, a li- uh, like a liquid and put it on a vibrating bath or a table and then put a drop on it the drop will bounce um, and then if you do like just kind of set it in motion the droplet creates a wave in the liquid which tells the droplet where to go so it's like a wave it's like the Schrodinger equation it's like the particle and the wave but duality it, man it does loads of things like you get <laughs> you get the double slit experiment you get it exactly as in quantum mechanics you get uh, quantized orbits if you have two drops and you get loads of really weird quantum effects but on the macroscopic scale that is so cool and it's it matches perfectly well with an old interpretation of quantum mechanics so do you know the way we use the copenhagen interpretation there's another one called the bohmian interpretation which like is it's been gone is that like old quantum theory no it's, it's not it's like when they were deciding which interpretation to use they try out this one because it's too too complicated and it, like the Broglie, that was one of his. He he liked it. And then some guy called Bohm came over a few years later and like expanded on it. And anyway, this experiment matches really well with that. That's I thought it was really, really interesting. Cool. There's really cool videos of it as well. And you get like the quantum corals and stuff if you put it inside different wells. It's really cool. So why did you decide not to do it? Because there was there was like a lot in it. <laughs> a lot of it I didn't really understand as well. Yeah, serious respect to anyone who could like yeah. put Sit in an article for that. It. Yeah. Um, the other one then was supersymmetry in quantum mechanics, which is really cool. So I've heard like supersymmetry, which that's I, I, very TP. I've never, I've never like bothered to try and understand what it is. It's just like for every boson there is, there's always a, a fermion. Things are symmetric, characters. but um, there's like you can use symmet- supersymmetry in quantum mechanics, and like they teach it at undergraduate level at some schools. Yeah, like there was a it's few really exam cool. questions. I was looking through our quantum yeah. mechanics exam papers, and there's a few exam questions on supersymmetry. In, oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah, no, it was really cool. I thought it was really interesting. Don't understand any of it, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. No, there's like a few. There's a few like undergraduate summaries of it. Yeah, uh, but then I thought that'd be really close to plagiarism because. Yeah, <laughs> so I <left laughs> when I feel like I'm doing a review, right, and if I don't 100% understand it, and I could, you know, put it down on paper myself. I would kind of feel like I was sort of plagiarizing things. Yeah, I didn't think of any idea for the scientific review at all. I was busy in Canada this Christmas. Ooh. Yay. Tell us all. Was it snowy? It was really cold. It was like minus 15 degrees every day. Kelvin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes, Kelvin. It was below absolutes in Canada. They do what they like. But it was really good. And... Yeah, did lots of things. Went to this amazing cinema in the West Edmonton Mall, which is the biggest, one of the biggest malls in the world, by the way. Mm-hmm. It has a, a hotel, a pirate ship, um, many cinemas, lots of restaurants. That is amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and I went there and watched Star Wars in 3D. What? It was so Ooh. cool. Say what? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of the new Star Wars? I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I only saw it in boring old 2D out in Rathmines. That's weak. It was a nice cinema. Very weak. But, uh, ah, really, really enjoyed it. Basically, it was, uh, it seemed to be copying, not copying um, episode four a lot, but with a lot of callbacks to it anyway. Yeah, definitely. I only saw it last night, and I thought this was the very same. It was pretty much, a lot of the similarities were from the 
four, five, and six. Mm. <laughs> and then everybody's related now. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> has a connection. It's to about every family, part. Connor. It's a space uh, soap opera where they're all families. I, I suppose. Like Game of Thrones, but in space. No yeah. spoilers, but I just thought that the the guy, you know, the new Darth Vader, I guess you could call him. The Kylo Ren. Person. Kylo Ren, that's the name. I didn't like him as a villain. I just thought he was too whiny and he just looked like a little kid. You know, <laughs> one of those angsty teenagers. Nobody understands <laughs> me. <laughs> no. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> um, Apparently, a lot of people online say that's the way Anakin was supposed to be. Or like well, he was a bit yeah, in Yeah, Anakin, two. but better, I guess. I don't know. He's uh, more angsty than Anakin. Mm. Um, it was yeah. a really enjoyable. Great Maybe music. in the new, like, eight and nine he's gonna turn into a big like yeah. he's gonna have a transformation and he's gonna turn into like the tyrant maybe yeah. that'd be cool also there's you know like the the guy the no big, the big scary guy. oh yeah him yeah can, can i don't think he's I big i think it's just he's a hologram yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know but his right. presence is oh, that is true that's very creative cinematically and all um, that. i thought it was good like it was very like you know, the effects were really good. It was mm. well written, I suppose, to a degree. And uh, I just, my one problem with it was, like, I just didn't like the throwbacks. It, it got a bit much, to be fair. They were over, like, I like don't think which? they were very well done. Like, just the throwbacks to the old trilogy. I thought they were a bit... Like, what, give me an example. Cheesy. The entire plot. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but it's Star Wars. Actually, what I didn't like is there was a lot of, like... Um, Wait, are we allowed to spoil this? I, you see, I don't know. It's been out for what? Two weeks? Ah, here. Now? Let's just go for it. Everyone's seen it like five times. I have only seen it once, but I want to see it five more times. So no yeah. spoilers for Pierce then. He's only <laughs> seen it once. Give us some examples then. Okay. So, the Millennium Falcon. Just, just before we go anywhere, there's going to be spoilers from here on in. Skip. Maybe. The Millennium Falcon, that was really good. Oh, uh, yeah. Was sweet. I thought that was excellent. That's not a throwback. Was that was, like, that was an, an integral part to the whole movie. That was very good. That's yeah, how you meet up with Han Solo. Han Solo, when he came out, pretty cool. And every every everything Han Solo said after that was just like, <laughs> it was like, oh my god, I remember this from the old trilogy back Whoa. in my day. Whoa, yeah, it was just like every. It seemed like his only function in oh, that yeah. film was to you know reference the old trilogy. And same with Leia and all of their dialogue I together. Was, I was uh, well, the, very like surprised with Carrie Fisher. She like she was very not Leia. <laughs> well, well I guess she like. Han, for whatever reason, Han Solo or Harrison Ford as Han Solo was yeah. still very Han Solo, but um, Carrie Fisher just—I don't know—I thought it was weird. It was just like, oh, that's Carrie Fisher, as opposed to, oh, look, it's Leia again. Yeah. If you get me, yeah. Uh, I'll, like I think, like m- for the most part, the film could have been like all right without them. Like it was really cool having them in it, but mm. they had one significance in the plot. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And other than that, like it would have been fine without them other than you know the Millennium Falcon yeah mm. I don't know I, I suppose you need throwbacks as well Like, but there was was there that many in the oh well I suppose the new trilogy that was a prequel so you can't really yeah. reference <laughs> throw forwards throw forwards <laughs> I don't know the main problem that I had with the movie isn't really a problem it's the cute little droid that's in it it oh, scares yeah. so me good. it scares me how they can manipulate the audience so much because I love the little droid I think it's the cutest thing yeah. in the world that's the best thing about that is it's real like it's an actual <laughs> real thing that's that moves that's around that's not it's a practical oh, wow, there incredible. are some parts of course where it's CGI but it is an actual real sphere that goes around you can buy little mini versions of them there was one in one well, in the Disney manipulate store. Manipulate the audience because they know exactly how to get an audience uh, yeah. to fall in love with what something. Like every yeah. every small little thing that he did, even with a little lighter oh, and the thumbs yeah. up, <laughs> like every small little thing, it makes you fall in love with it. And Do you know what's brilliant? Um, 
uh, I haven't seen the subtitle version, but I saw like a clip of it on the internet, and it's like um, you know the bit when the Millennium Falcon takes off. That this is subtitle. This is like, hold on, BB-8, and then he like bleeps, but then like the ship turns upside down, and like he's just in midair, and this the sub- subtitle just reads, doesn't hold on. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, yeah, it's the subtitles because I saw that in Rough Minds. Like on someday we'll have the subtitles. What are the subtitles for? Just people who are hard of hearing. Oh, sorry. I you, <laughs> the way you were talking, I thought you meant subtitles for no, the robot. Just, you know, I thought you meant no, just no, they'll no, have no, a specific no, no, no. movie where they'd have subtitles just for him. I thought it was like robots like Star Wars too. <laughs> but uh, no, do you know like the descriptive ones? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't hold on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay on the topic of movies. Have you seen the poster for Deadpool? No, it's really funny. It's oh, like the the Valentine's Day yeah, one. Yeah, it's like uh, who's it? Ryan Seacrest or whatever his name is. Ryan Reynolds, is it not? Maybe. Uh, anyway, whoever's playing Deadpool and some woman, and they're just sitting there. And it's like a really romantic looking. Yeah, they're thing. hugging, and his his like head is on her shoulder, and the, the tagline is "True love never dies" yeah. or something. But like and it's Deadpool, which is like the most comic booky movie ever. Like it's, it's just <laughs> to get loads of people thinking it's a romantic movie, go in and see the movie, and then just. I thought it was clever. Oh God. I like movies. I've gotten into a stage recently where I just I want to watch movies on a big screen and stuff. I've gotten real douchey about it. Uh, I'm just like, you're one of those people. Mm. Get a projector. Get invited to Ooh, it's the yeah, best thing ever. That, that's best purchase. Um, Timmons has one. He, uh, he has a three monitor setup, by the way. I saw uh, it the other day. It's how mad. do you feel about Marvel films? Um, I wasn't impressed with Age of Ultron Same. and the Second Avengers. Like it was a good movie to watch. I, I enjoyed watching it, but I don't want to. I never want to see the it again. Dialogue, like you could basically like predict what they were going to say yeah, at every stage. Also, I don't know. Like Marvel just seemed to be just churning out all these films. Yeah, since Spider Man Three, I hate everything. I just I don't get it. That's, it's just all. That's not Marvel, though, is it? No, the first Spider I think was Fox or something. Maybe. Oh, all right. Well so then, any, yeah. Anything, any movie from any Marvel is from after that kind of period of time, like from The Incredible Hulk. That was kind of like their when they started, wasn't it? Mm. I think it was around like Disney bought Marvel, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. But I just that's I, when they that's started. That's when they started getting yeah, good. I, I really everybody seems to be mad into it. I just don't get it at all. Same it's, with Star Wars as well. Yeah. Like they 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 really milk what they have. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Rightly so, I guess it's a lot of money. Yeah. I, I was like, in sorry, I was in the Disney store the other day and it was just Star Wars everywhere. Like, oh, yeah. Walk in, it's Big like time. it's crazy. Sure. Did they sell the little droids in the Disney store? Uh, the I saw one, one of the Sphero, whatever they call it, BB 8s, which yeah. was like apparently 200 euro. That oh. was the only one left in <laughs> stock. And they had somebody come over from the UK a week ago just to get one because they're sold out everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, like crazy stuff. Wait, what, what is, this? is this like a toy that just yeah, rolls around? It's like it's like a miniature version of BB 8, and it he does the moves rolling around. thing. Yeah. No way. Uh, Why does that work? That's the, uh, I don't know. That's the cool that. thing. Physics magnets or something? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Must get them on the podcast. I saw <laughs> a really cute video of a dog being chased by one of them. Oh. It's adorable. <laughs> oh. um, so we mentioned internships earlier, actually. I'm just going to completely... Unless we were finished oh, talking about these. I need to get talking to everybody about that. Yeah, because... Yeah, oh, so I've, stressful. Yeah, I am... Um, this week has been basically me mixed between doing a lab report, doing work, then going back in to do this stupid coding thing that we have to do. The Dyson Dyson model does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then every now and again I take a break and I'm like, right, I'm going to apply for a job. And it's terrible because like, you think, okay, this can't be too hard. You click in, what's your name, your address, upload your CV, and then it's write a cover letter. Why do you want to work here? It's like, I don't know. Refer- <laughs> references will be the death of me. Oh, I should have got references. You got to get two references I for everything before I. I don't even. I have like one reference. I don't have two. I don't even have one. 
but like every time you want to apply for something you have to go annoy your referees and ask them to send something in i found that at the beginning as well especially because my reference um people wrote specific letters directed to the people that i was applying to Mm. so after applying to the first job and then realizing that i needed more for other jobs i asked them just to give me a general one and it's way nicer because that way you have the references and you know they're suitable for everything yeah although sometimes like uh, i asked one of mine and i was like oh yeah can i get a letter of reference or whatever and they were like yeah yeah just let me know like who to send it to and i was like oh yeah, some people prefer to send it directly, which is fine as well. Yeah, as long as they send it. Mm. Oh, I have to talk to people. Who I know it's all sorts awful. of stuff. Uh, I was trying I to track one of mine down, and like I really didn't want to because, like, I had them, like they would have been like looks, sh- well, like they were they were great, like, and they looked <laughs> really good on paper as well. Um, so like if you got a reference from that person, like you'd be doing well. But I was I was trying to track them down, and I was like, oh god, you know, going to their office to ask them. I was like, hope hope they're not there. <laughs> hope they're not there. It's like, oh, they're not there. I'll send I'll send them an email. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have done that before I started applying for places. But uh, what are you guys thinking? I got an email the other day from our about Deloitte and looked at KPMG and all that. They just look so all those money companies. Yeah, money businesses companies. that do business. You're like a sellout I man. Don't understand. Well, I applied for Google and IBM. Sell IBM rather. Uh, that you, looks cool. You've applied to IS, have you? Oh, yeah, but I never sent in my yeah, academic I transcripts. Haven't, I haven't actually sent that in myself. I'm going to send that in today, I think. Mm. Have you guys IESTA? No? No. Hmm? no. Have you heard of it? No. All oh, right. It's like, uh, it's to do with the, it's like a worldwide thing. Yeah, international. It's basically, they send students something, something, around something, something, the world. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? It's basically, they send, st- anyone in the kind of like STEM courses, like our computer science, thing like that, they send them around the world to like our jobs, like companies or universities to do, get like some experience. So it's kind of tr- call a traineeship rather than an internship, mm. but um, if you're in science, it's kind of more like an internship, like you would if you're going to university yeah. or whatnot. But uh, all you got to do is send in your CV and your cover letter and uh, academic transcripts, and then they have a list of people, companies, and universities who are kind of de- go like going in on them with this, and then they pair you with one. So it's not like you have to compete; everybody gets paired with somebody, or for the most part. And then yeah, best if you agree and they agree, then you, you do like a up. Skype interview and that's kind of like an informal thing and then you just you head off over the summer for like eight weeks and it's paid as well. Oh and wow. they pay for your accommodation, don't they? They, like sort, the of, they sort out your accommodation. You, you I was yeah. unaware of the existence of this thing. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of, it's kind of specifically applied, if that makes sense. Oh, not for TPs. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, TPs, you could do it. Yeah. I just, like... Uh, it, yeah, it's very much... I, I, that's probably why... Because I think I've, I've got it through chemistry. I, I do, like, than physics. say, computation or, like, some experiment. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's very, very experimental, yeah. more so than okay. computation. But, yeah, because it's some... I don't know. A lot of them are engineers, kind of mostly. Okay, for it, But there was, like, some biology students went and did, like, field experiments and everything. Mm-hmm. So some of it looked really cool. Yeah... That's uh, the only thing I have about against that is that it is abroad. I kind of want to spend the summer in Ireland. Most, I did the whole summer abroad thing last year, and now I have a really nice apartment, and I don't want oh, to have okay. to. Uh, I like. I want to stay in the apartment. That's that's the key thing here. Work so I can afford to live. Uh, I've applied to two places in Germany, um, TP places actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not not necessarily actually, but um, I don't know. Like. They do it differently over in Germany. Not saying they do it wrong, but they do well, it differently. Well, the Germans, um, they know how to get stuff so done. So I think in Germany, and like a lot of Apart from places in Europe, you do a three... Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you do a three-year degree and then like a two-year master's. 
So well, you still get five years. That's the European standard. That's the way they do all of it. Over yeah. There. UCD does it like that. So the, the, the places I apply to, it's like, you know, I've done, like, I will will have done three years, but then they're like, oh, when when will you finish your master's? So I was like, oh, I'll be going into fourth year. So I'm, I'm just ho- hoping that won't work against me. It shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, they, uh, I think they start and finish later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sorry, uh, don't mind me. Oh, Pierce. Um, <laughs> so they start and finish later so like uh, the applications go in whenever and you don't find out whether or not you get it until like March or April I know it's the same with me which is and then it doesn't funny. start from like late, like late July which should, oh, I don't know mm. so I'm, I'm going to hopefully maybe try and get something sorted here as a backup but that would be awkward because I'm going to have to ask uh, a professor can I work with them and then if, if you know by look I get something in Germany I want to be like uh sorry Sad. yeah but it's always good to have a place secure just in case yeah uh, how pretentious does that sound no you know? but it's yeah. true yeah. I have it's to get true. a backup internship with <laughs> the, the lowly school of physics <laughs> in, uh, in Trinity College like what do you think about unpaid internships do you think they're worth it or no well it depends no, I, I do I mean if you like obviously everyone wants to get a, a paid internship but say that wasn't an option, I would definitely happily spend the summer doing an unpaid internship, even if it was only for, like, three out of the five days a week and spending the days doing, like, a part-time job because it's better having some experience and no experience. I think it depends on if that is what you really, really want to go into. Like, say it's something you're applying to just to, oh, I'll see what this is like, then, no, I think you'd want to be paid just in case you didn't like it so you'd have the incentive to stick it out. Mm. But, like, if you say you wanted to go into research whenever and you were allowed to tag along in a lab or something unpaid for a week or a couple of weeks then yeah that's you do need money to live yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing yeah um that's actually like a quite like a, a thing that a lot of places are doing now and it's it's like a scam because people get a degree they come out but they can't get a job because they don't have experience so they got to do like you know mm. internships type stuff for a while to build up experience which is really unfair it is quite yeah it's pretty terrible I found myself, after this week of doing the Ising model, I found myself that I want to go into computer software engineering and yeah. stuff now. I just absorbed myself. I've started, a, you know, Codecademy. Yeah. It's a really, really good website. Uh, you can learn different bits of Python and all different sorts of yeah, languages. Yeah, we did that last year, didn't we? Yeah. Um, it's actually really quite good. I've started learning SQL, which is some database language, which so far it's just like type this in and you get to see this column and that column and calculate <laughs> averages and stuff, but... Pretty cool. A lot another of one. Another one is uh, Project Euler. Really cool. Mm. You ever heard of it? No. So it's this website, and you sign up on it free, obviously. And there's like, you basically go through lots of maths problems, but they're made in such a way, like you can't solve them uh, with pen and paper. You've got to like write computer programs to do them. Mm. So it'll be like you know, write the sum of all the odd numbers between one and a thousand. I think that's the first one. You're not going to do that by hand. You've got to write computer programs and then they get progressively harder. Oh. It's really cool though because you can like, uh, eventually like, obviously you could do that very easily with a computer program but eventually, you know, it starts to become more about like the most efficient way to do it. You know, you can optimize your code and all and then you go through the prog- the it tracks your progress and you go through but you can like check leaderboards and stuff as well to like see who's Ooh. doing the best and it also like says you can like specify what program you're using and I think uh, someone I know was like uh, really into it and they were like looking at the leaderboards in Ireland and I think they were like 40 or something in Ireland but there's a guy in the top 10 in Ireland and he 
is using Excel <laughs> to solve wow. all of these really hard problems. That's like great. That's so cool. Dedication. That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know, for a brief period of time over the um, September 2014, I was number four in Ireland in the world leaders category on Quiz Up. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got to level 30. I was Is it on your CV? No. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I think I did put it on my CV. <laughs> I don't know if I took it off or not. Mm. Uh, oh, oh please tell me you took it off. You've sent us off to internships, Pierce. I honestly couldn't oh tell God. you. Oh, God. That's worse. I had a friend once, and um, when we were in secondary school, I think he was in second year at the time, and he went off working in just in the field picking raspberries, like I'm from Wexford, or that's where I went to school at least. So that's, that's what a, you do that's, in Wexford. That's a big thing, like that is what you do. Big strawberries. But anyway, he was big into English, and he's his career path, anyway, at that time, we wanted to be a journalist, so it got to like transition year. And we were going off for work experience, and he sent out all, all, sent out all these CVs. And under work experience, he had that written, but he didn't realize like until about four or five weeks after, and, and he noticed he wasn't getting any responses. He sent out about like ten of these to local papers and even national papers. And then he looked at a CV, and he had wrote, "I worked as a raspberry for the summer." <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that story. Uh, I had a similar like I had some sort of CV or cover letter or something, and I I had something right. I was uh, something to the effect of like I'm very I don't know hardworking or something and very good at something but I had mistyped it and I just ended up writing I am very good (laughs) 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 realised I had sent that to people it's the most like it's the most awful thing ever I am you know the way we have as part of physics and third year we get to meet up with mentors yeah. we have a what's it called gradling thing and i met up <coughs> with my mentor she is uh she's in chicago actually so it was a skype thingy and she went through my cv and all of that and that was pretty cool i got really helpful stuff like just i now have a whole new section on my um cv called scientific outreach and oh then wow. i've listed all my computing languages that i know even the ones that i haven't touched in years html that's the one. Oh yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. The only thing I have noticed is that it's rather than my name being big and bold and highlighted, it's curriculum vitae that is big and bold and highlighted, and my name is Titchy next to it. So I should look into that, but sure. Oh well, we'll know in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and we're in the awkward stage of CVs, you know, where it's kind of like there's we not much on it. Maybe have stuff to put on, but not real things. You see, it's yeah, it's being a tour guide for the summer doesn't really help when you're going applying for <laughs> software engineering mm. and research and stuff. Internships will be good on it. So, you know, this mm. time next year, we'll, we'll be laughing. And we'll we'll be laughing. This'll, it'll be our, I don't know, live broadcast to an audience of hundreds of people in the Fitzgerald millions, Library. Millions in the Fitzgerald <laughs> Library. Yeah, we'll fit them all in. Yeah. Um, actually, I w- wanted to, uh, I was thinking about trying to get this thing on a bigger platform. I must start putting these up on YouTube or something. Yeah, do. Um, put, like, little things and all It'll sorts. Be YouTube stars. Mm, yeah. Like that guy who plays games and makes all the money. What's video the All of them. <laughs> PewDiePie. <laughs> or all of the They're other Video bloggers. Vlog. <laughs> Vlog. <laughs> this um, is it, guys. We're breaking into the world of internet entertainment. It starts here. Yeah. It's a, it's a, physics is a nice, you know, fallback career, though. Just ah, in yeah. case. <laughs> this, this crack doesn't pay off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got into a serious stage of like I'm done with physics. I want to make movies now and all this. I want to go you beyond go stage and. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely oscillate between wanting to do physics and wanting to like have nothing to do with physics. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Many times every day. <laughs> um, yeah, I think when you get like you get stuck in a rut, you know, when you do like the same thing, 
repetitively too much. And you got to mix it up. You and know? when you do something just completely random, just you do something with friends and then you kind of go back to the, oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. It's when you do breaks. something completely just out of the blue or you go on a holiday or something. That's true, to take your mind off it. Uh, but uh, also in terms of studying, you know, uh, I know it's hard not to, but like say like Pierce and I have this big project on the Ising model and like there's a lot of work. Well, you, you can put in a lot of work. And, he uh, did, I didn't. <laughs> ah, ah, you got it done. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I want to get it done, but I have a lot to do. But I, I'm kind of, I know in my head, I'm like, you know, oh, if I just stop this for a day and just do something else, take my mind off it, I'll feel better about it. But I really want to get it done. It's, it's a difficult position to be in, and mm. that's kind of the time when you're like, I hate physics. I uh, I just decided that's it. I'm not coding anything else for this. I'm going to start. I'm writing up the lab report now, or the report of the investigation now, and that's it. And nothing else is going in. And that is what happened. I maybe changed one or two graphs, but uh, at the very end, I have a little disclaimer saying, um, while there are no doubt more efficient ways of doing this, I was more interested in actually getting the thing to work. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's salty. That's yeah, mighty Here's salty. Just, I love putting stuff like that into yeah. a second year lab report. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about that already? I, I remember. don't remember, but uh, <laughs> you might remember we had the uh, Sterling engine experiment. Oh, yeah. Never worked. Um, so the way second year labs work is you go and you get a little lab book, not little in some cases, and you go, you do your experiment, and then you write up the experiment after it's all done, whatever. And one of these experiments is the Stirling engine, which makes use of thermodynamics somehow, and you light some ethene, and you spin a wheel, and it starts spinning, and somehow you make, I don't know, I can't even remember what you measure, but something. <laughs> but it didn't work. It just didn't work. The lab book didn't tell you what you were no, supposed they to don't record or anything like that. They don't have it on this year. Really? Thank well, you God. It's there, but I don't think any of them do it. I'm glad for them. But uh, at the very end, I just said, like, um, something along the lines of, this would have gone great if the lab book, hence to be known as the Omnomicon, because anybody who gazes upon its cursed pages is doomed to have a life of misfortune and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, there's a guy, I think he was two years ahead of me, yeah, uh, in TP. And la so last year he was in fourth year, and he was doing a project uh, actually on the Ising model. Believe Ooh. it or not, uh, I think it was relevance. Huh? Relevance. Yeah. Uh, something there. It was a different algorithm to solve it. I think it was called the Worm algorithm. So there's the Worm algorithm and the Wolf algorithm. They both solved the Ising. What about model. the Metropolis? Oh, Is well that that's, all we did. That's kind of like the the standard one. Oh, okay. But like oh, these the ones are like one, then. smarter. Uh, they might be genetic algorithms. I'm not sure. They're cool in of, in of themselves. Oh yeah, that's another another story for another day. But um, basically, uh, he broke his leg playing football at some stage during the year, and like he was handing like I think he was a bit behind anyway. But he got his project done, and in the introduction or the acknowledgments in his project, he'd be like, "Oh, I want to thank my supervisor for helping me, and this person for proofreading my project," and then. Uh, this other person, I think it was his girlfriend or something, for putting up with my Cody Nadal ramblings about <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Nice. He, he actually put that on his fourth year project. <laughs> oh, and he got a first. Yes, nice. Uh, we'll take this to say goodbye to Celia. Bye. See you. Bye. Have a great. Uh, oh, uh, workmen's tonight. Pre drinks at my house. Everyone's invited. Ooh. Workmen's tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. That actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'll put it up in the chat. And we can. Good. This is very is it spontaneous <laughs> or like like right now. Uh, no. See. Uh, John and Jaden, myself, and some of the Dooms Committee are coming, so. Cool. Workman's. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm so popular. Yeah. Fourth year projects, actually, I completely forgot about that. That should yeah, be that's fun. Be There's some really interesting cool. projects this year, like, uh, looking at the list of them that they were doing. 
Something looked really cool. Yeah. So I was, I was sorry, I was talking about one of the Astros, and she was saying that she was just going back through years of old data and plotting them all. Like mm. that could, I think that would suit me, though. Just monotonous <laughs> type <laughs> and print, type and print. I think I could do that. Nice. I know. Oh, I'd, I'd love a big, complicated experiment. Uh, oh, just man. something, just oh, something, man. something, some big piece of apparatus that I just could play with. No number, no maths, <laughs> no TP. Just. I just realised that I used to fantasise a bit. Like I, I used to first, first and second year, I used to want to do TP. Third year, I realised no, I, I don't think I was cut out for it. And I just think experiments are more fun. And very happy now that I'm not doing TP because this year from what I've heard it just sounds like hell it's very difficult and there's a lot of work <laughs> it's just, I don't think I would have ever been able for it I think I would have dropped out sooner than I would have like I think I was always on the fence with um, TP all the way along first year and even now doing Astro I was like oh do I want to do Astro but now it turns out I don't have anything on Fridays anymore so yeah, <laughs> that was the life for me what about you oh no you never had laps on Fridays anyway so you still have Fridays on mm-hmm yeah. yeah, St. Patrick's weekend is going to be great because it's. Well, you have a four-day weekend then. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm one of those. <laughs> we may switch into astrophysics. <laughs> oh god. And then any time there's a bank holiday Monday, four-day weekend, like you may as well not come into college at all, <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> well, the TPs actually get the option to do two projects in fourth year, it's maths and physics ones. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Could be I don't know. Um, like you could do link them together and like. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Oh, because would, would the maths projects be TP based or would they be like maths maths based? You well, you can you pick can a supervisor okay. doing them whatever you want. But like, so we have to do a ten credit uh, project in the school of physics, same as you guys. Well, They're you more twenty. Like twenty. Twenty. Yeah, because yeah, ours we don't we do, do labs. labs. Yeah. This yeah. is true. This is true. Um, That's why ours are longer. Mistake. So minus ten credits, uh, and but they're very like either theory or computation based. Mm, yeah. Well, fair uh, enough. Like it's, it's the and name then, of the game. <laughs> yeah, so you can do a research assignment. It's called uh, with School of Maths, which is five credits, which would be a smaller project or like a major project. Or well, not major, but you can do a ten credit project either. I think. Yeah. Do you do any of the uh, statistics modules in the School of Maths, or do you have to do? No, them? but do you get any choice? I was at a course meeting there a few weeks ago. TPs will be doing uh, stats in second year now instead of group theory which I'm kind of on the fence about, but it's good that TPs have stats, I suppose. Stats looks like mad crack. Like, uh, I have a yeah. friend who just I've keeps going on time. about it. Um, and he just, like... Yeah. When he, when he, yeah, when he was talking about all that, like, statistical inference and stuff. Yeah, and uh, like, I just, like, statistic data, data analytic, analytics. <laughs> I heard it's, like, it just pretty... Uh, well, I'm not going to say easy, but uh, it's not abstract as, like, less difficult than abstract math. Yeah, yeah. more applicable, really, or, like, yeah. more... It's just like it's, it's less um, detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I couldn't ever hack proving things. And stuff. Oh, yeah, proofs. Oh, God. That's and there's some of that in the crystal structure. Uh, oh, no, like, Prove that the it can be Abrave broken. lattice is itself a reciprocal grave. Um, to prove any operation can be broken down into a point, point yeah. group and translation. That's, that's a very cool proof. That's a nice you, one, you, though. You, no, thanks. I'm fine. I'll yeah. Um, do you want to wrap up or are you happy to stick around? I mean, I... Hmm? Shall, Shall we wrap up? Yeah, I guess people have places to go and all of that. So, yes, uh, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Maybe watching if we're on YouTube at this point. Whoa! Think of that, <laughs> but uh, I'm not going not gonna to sell ourselves short or anything. No, no promises yet. Uh, so, yeah, from myself, Pierce, Danny, Connor, and Celia had to dart off. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. We hope you're here for the next one. And yeah, goodbye.